Hey, I'm Sheena Shuey. I'm a registered social worker and host of the 4Q podcast. I'm passionate about normalizing, not pathologizing life, and that's not easy. So each episode, I have amazing guests on to share the messy, beautiful ups and downs of life in four key questions with tips and tricks along the way. There are moments in life where you can embrace your story and understand that it's okay not to feel okay sometimes. So let's get into it. This is the 4Q Podcast. Hello there. Welcome to today's episode on how to figure out your core values and why do they even matter? (laughs) What are core values? So this, let's reflect on this again. So we'll go through our four hour R formula of our four questions of reflecting, redefining, redesigning, and realigning. So just for anyone who's new here, just a reminder that for every week we go through this 4R formula. This 4R formula is something that you can use in your own life or when you come to coaching or counseling or in our courses. And it basically is just a formula to guide you through things so you can work, you know, create a better life. So it's always reflecting on what your what the issue is, redefining what the actual core of the issue is redesigning once you know what the actual problem is. So putting some implementable strategies in place. Okay, once I know what the actual problem is, what strategies can I put in place? And then realign is making sure that obviously hiccups are going to come along the way. So now that I'm putting things in place, how can I stay on track, keep on track? What do I do to keep myself in the good zone now that I've figured out how to get there? So this is a formula we use all the time and we use this in the podcast as like a grounding space to sort of look at different topics. So for those new here, I hope that that gives you a bit of an intro to the 4Q and 4R formula and I really appreciate those uh, OG listeners who already know this formula. So I appreciate you listening through that. So reflecting on core values, what are they? How do I figure out what mine are? Let's redefine this for a second of like, why is it important to have core values? So I guess for many of us, what we, what we know, particularly here in Australia where I am, but globally as well, we do know that a lot of people in Western uh, developed countries, we've really lost our connection to spirituality, reflection, uh, you know, religion, all those sorts of things. We So even though I, uh, I personally am not engaging in organized religion, there are some good aspects of it that I think are practices that we all could benefit from and spiritually as well. So traditionally, there are some good practices such as thinking about what your values are. What kind of parent do you want to be? What kind of person do you want to be? What kind of partner do you want to be? And making time once a week to reflect on that, you know, that's actually part of a lot of religious practices is like talking about values, reflecting on it and praying on it or reflecting, you know, meditating on it. 
we don't do that anymore because, you know, a lot of people are adverse to religion or they've moved to spirituality. And even if you're like, Sheena, I do not practice any religion. I'm not a spiritual person. You can still implement core values. It really is about who you are and who you want to be. You know, we, it's sort of the ideals we can hold ourselves to. So, of course, we are not going to live in alignment with our values all the time, but we can feel how good it is when we are. So, you know, like if, for example, one of your core values is integrity and you come across a situation where you you have to ask yourself, do I want to do the easy thing or do I want to do the hard thing and hold myself with integrity, which might be being honest with someone about something that they don't want to hear, you know, telling someone how you genuinely feel and not just pretending that everything's okay. You know, it's being really clear and direct or like being honest about things that maybe you're a bit embarrassed about is integrity. Like I've been honest with you about my flaws and my good things, you know. So that, that is something that people can implement and that's not for anybody else to know either. So when I talk about core values, people often want to do this in a way where they're like, I want to tell people what my core values are. And people will often say, oh, as business owners, we should really be telling people what our core values are. And I just want to say, I tell my clients to actually not share their core values with people, maybe their partner if they're comfortable. But the tricky thing is when you share what your core values are with someone, you are then held accountable to those things. So when people know what their top three core values are, maybe it's love, integrity, and uh, connection, for example. Um, every time they act out of in a way that isn't in alignment with love or isn't in alignment with integrity, they're going to be called out on it because people know that that's like they're sort of saying to the world, this is what I'm about. So it's I like to think of it more as like your own your own sort of future self idealization, like who you're working towards being. You're not going to be that person all the time, but it's for you to work towards. It's not anybody else's business, you know, People don't have to hold you accountable to it. It's more, I want to hold myself accountable to this. This is what's important to me. And, you know, when people are, you know, that that exercise from how to influence people, that classic book where he talks about when you think about the person you want to be, when people read your eulogy, when they talk about your life at the end of your life, <clears throat> are you going to be that person who acted with love and connection and integrity? Are people going to describe you that way? Like, how do you want people to describe you? What do you want your life to look like? Or do you want people to just say, he always put himself first and he was a workaholic. You know, it's really getting clear about what does, what do you want to look back on your life and have it look like? So core values can help give you some guideposts to try and aim for. Are you going to hit the target always? No, but it gives you something to aim for. It gives you a guideline to try and 
you know, move your life towards. So I think that that's really important. The other thing when it, let's get to the redesign around this, around like, how do I know what my core values are? How do I pick them? What do they even look like? So it core values is a bit of a buzzword. I think a lot of people sort of throw it around because it's become this thing of like, this is what my core value is. It's like that virtue signaling that people do where basically they put it out there like, my business's core value is integrity. Uh, you know, it's like, it's like, I'm trying to present to you that I'm someone with integrity rather than just being someone with integrity. You know, it's like, you know, it's, it's those people who sort of go, look how much money I donated instead of just donating the money and doing the work, you know, like it's, it's that weird thing of they're, they're doing something good, but it's virtue signaling. Like, look at, look at who I am. Look at how I'm a good person, you know? So I'm just very cautious of that. I don't want people to fall into that sort of buzzword kind of a way of thinking about it. So please don't fall into that. This is a completely, this is just like, what is important to me? What grounds me? Like, regardless of the storms that come my way, if I act with love, connection and integrity, using our example again of that person's top three values, I can always say that I did what was right by me. I did what was right by that person. I feel like I acted in a way that was in alignment with myself, alignment with my core values. So if you're in a situation where someone didn't like you setting a boundary or being really straight up with them or, you know, the inevitable stresses that come with life, if you can say, look, I acted with integrity regardless of what other people's reactions are, you can feel like, okay, I'm, I'm okay with my decision. It sucked. It hurt. They didn't like it, but that's not my problem. I did what was right in my alignment with my values. So that's why it's really important to at least be somewhat aware of these. So the other thing around core values that I often see people making the mistake around is thinking that activities that we do are our core values. So like fitness as a value or motherhood as a value or family as a value. Now, don't get me wrong. Those things are important and they're like, okay, those are my priorities, let's say. Those are the things that are important to me, but they're not my core values. A core value is like a virtue. It is a practice that you use towards those activities. So again, using the example of someone who's got the top three values of love, connection, and integrity. If motherhood or family is uh, something that's really important to them, like it's a big priority for them, when they're in those situations where they're being a mum, where they're around family, do they act with love and what does love look like for that person? Do they act with integrity and what are, what's your own definition of inte- integrity? You know, that's the other part of core values is defining what that means to you. So integrity, is it um, having connections? So if I, act, if I act in a way that's aligned with my value of connection, for example, this is person, towards family, which is my priority, that might be I make 
I make sure that I actually make time for connection. So maybe it's that you once a month always have uh, a family gathering at your house or like a roast or something, you know, it's, that's my priority. I'm living in alignment with it and I feel good, you know, so values inform how you act in your daily activities or in your priorities. But those things, again, like motherhood and things, they're your priorities. That's what's important to you, but they're not your core values. So I hope that, that that's clear. So let's talk about realign and keeping on track. Now that we sort of, I've given you this framework of core values, how do you actually pick them? Well, the best way to do this is taking some time first of all, to again, reflect on who do I want to be in the future? What's important to me? What kind of life do I want to live? And again, that classic question of when I'm on the porch, looking back at the end of my life, how would I like to be described? How, how, what would make me happy if I could say that I acted in a way that was loving? I acted in a way that was honest. I acted in a way that um, gave me freedom. You know, I had a life that was full of freedom. Freedom is another value that a lot of people I find tend to have. You know, it's asking yourself what kind of life, lifestyle, person do you want to be? Really reflecting on that so that you'll sort of have some visuals or some clarity around the future you're moving towards. And then you can go, well, what characteristics, what core values does that person have? You know, the future self, you in 5, 10, 20 years. What, if you became everything you hoped for, what core values would that person have? So to do that, what I would recommend is in our free resource library, we have this. So for anyone who wants to jump onto savasanacollective.com, uh, you can check it out there. We've got it in our free resource library or try and find this yourself. It's, there's not many good lists online. That's why I created a free resource in the library because there weren't many lists. So it took a while to create this document. So there's several ways you can do this. But the document has just a list of core values in there. So you pretty much go through and it has all the instructions. It tells you, it gives you activities of how to figure out your core values. So that's all there. There's, you know, you go through lists, you can have a look, see what resonates, but there's actually a structured way to figure out what your core values are. I also have values cards connected to this values list. So some people, what they do is they print the cards, cut them up, uh, you can laminate them, do whatever you want with them, but cut them up and then lay them out on the floor in front of you and you'll find that you'll gravitate towards some, like there'll be some that just automatically come to you that you just feel really drawn to. You're like, yep, yeah, that's the quality that I want. That's the person I want to be. And there's there's processes you can do usually when the first time you do this activity like let's say there's a list of 60 values you're choosing you know half of them 30 and so how do I get back from 30 to three I think this is really important to either do this with a therapist do this with a family member who you trust um, just to cut things out but again if you look at our videos or um, 
in our resource library, we go through this, which is around what's my top 10, what's my top five, what's my top three? Because a lot of the time when we choose our core values, we actually have some overlap in the ones we're choosing. So we might choose integrity and honesty. Okay, out of those two terms, which one sort of resonates with me more or which one better covers what I'm talking about? And you can take bits of honesty and put it under integrity or bits of integrity and put it under honesty, whichever one fits so that you come to your top three. Why? Okay, so sh- and another question that sometimes when I do this activity is around, you know, um, all these things are important to me, like these 10 things, freedom, love, integrity, connection, honesty, you know, um, a whole, you know, a whole bunch of values and I don't want to let them go. It's not about letting them go. It is literally about, if I said to you, okay, you have to remember three people's names, that's going to be a lot easier than remembering 10 people's names and remembering them in the same order all the time. You know, the other thing is that what happens is once we go a bit deeper with our values, we actually create sort of our own little like rules or, you know, goalposts we want to live by. So again, if love is a value, when you go a bit deeper, you might create a definition of that value being... Um, love to me is uh, showering people with compliments and praise. Love to me is being reliable and being there for me when they need me. Love is doing things before people need to ask, you know, whatever it is. Everybody has a different definition of what love is and showing love and being open and acting out of love and not fear. Everybody has different definitions. So, that's so imagine let's say you had five little things that you like to hold yourself accountable in the love in the value of love which is by far the most common value (laughs) we all most so many of us will have that because you know we love our friends and family and we want to act with love so um let's say you've got five little key you know key performance indicators if you want to call them for love, five ones for integrity, five ones for connection. That's sort of 15 things that you're kind of holding yourself towards, which is a lot. It's a lot to remember and write down and sort of check in with. But imagine if you had 10 values and you were checking yourself against all these things. It just, it kind of loses its purpose and you can't do it. But if you just have your top three values You wake up every morning and you go, today, how can I bring love into my day? Today, how can I bring integrity into my day? Today, how can I bring connection into my day? You know, that's it. It's so simple when it's just your top three. So much easier to remember. It's so much easier just to quickly like wake up at the start of the day and go, of my top three values of love, connection, and integrity, which one should I bring to my day? To, my, to Which one do I want to bring into my day in this situation? Which one do I want to hold myself accountable to? You know, when I'm reflecting on my week or my day, did I live in alignment with love, connection, integrity? No. Why not? Yes. How come? You know, it's Again, it's something you can hold yourself accountable. It's nobody else's business. You know, I really, 
want you to be clear about sort of holding this true to yourself and then not beating yourself up when you don't act, you know, in your top core values either. Like we all slip out of it. Again, it's kind of like, we all have these ideas of what we want life to be like. Like, yeah, I want to work out, you know, four times a week and I want to be present with my children and, you know, I want a job that I don't have to work all the time. Like, that's great. It's good to work towards. But the reality is life gets in the way and that doesn't always happen. So again, this is just an ideal. It's just like a, a, a guidepost, like I said, like a, a compass, a, you know, roots to the tree just to keep you grounded that no matter what comes your way, come back to who am I? How do I want to act? I want to act with love, integrity, connection, or whatever your values are. There are so many values. So I think in ours, there's maybe about 60 or 70 to go through. It's super quick. You might go, oh my gosh, it sounds like so many, but I promise it's super quick. So I hope this clarifies a little bit about core values, what they are, what they look like, how you can have them in your life as like a guidepost, a really helpful tool. And if, again, we've got our free values cards and list, they weren't free initially. I used to sell these and I used to have these as part of my courses, but now I just give them to people because it just comes up so often. So um, it's in there, check it out. I do find it's a more comprehensive list than other lists out there. And you've got the cards too. So if you're a person who likes to just like use it as a visual tool, you can use it and you'll see um, in there, we've got a whole bunch of ways you can use the cards for other things too. So like your relationships or parenting or whatever. So again, thank you for taking the time, spending it with me. If you would love to share how this benefited you, please send me a DM on Instagram. Again, if you love this podcast, just rate and review it. it um, you know, it's actually one of the the things that we love the most is getting podcast reviews because it just shows other people, you know, we know the power of testimonials. And so we'd love for other people to join us on this healing journey and to find some practical implementable tools that they can use for themselves as well. So again, I hope you have a wonderful day, wonderful week. You've taken the time to be here and listen to this podcast and taken some time to implement strategies for you. And that's just so important. So the fact that you're here, I know that you're on the right track. So just keep going. I know it's hard I know there's going to be bumps in the road of your healing journey, good things, bad things. You're going to really notice when friends and family aren't on the same road. You're really going to feel it when they're not on the healing journey. They don't know what a boundary looks like. They, they don't know what a core value is. They've never even heard of a core value. They don't, you know, and maybe it's not even important to them. And that's hard when you love someone, but they're not at the same growth journey as you. So I totally feel you when you see that and it stings. You're like, oh, please, you know, <laughs> but we cannot change people. Everybody's journey is at their own pace. You can plant the seed. <laughs> I always think when people start to see us on our own journeys, it really starts to get them thinking about, oh, wow, like, they've changed a lot. Their energy feels different. You know, when your energy changes and people feel 
you changing around them, it does inspire change. And I, f- I honestly do feel like it has this ripple effect when we change, when we heal, when we grow, it ripples out to people, whether it's in your workplace, even like if you're more calm in the workplace, that will radiate into people being more calm. If you're more loving in your relationships, that love will also be shown back to you. So I know that this is hard, but like I said, it's got some positives as well. So good luck on your journey. I 100% believe in you. And I've got all the links to what we've spoken about today in the description. So have a wonderful day, wonderful week, and I will see you next episode for the 4Q podcast. I'll see you later.